not be the total truth. No, no, no. no. See the way society is built today, like a trap. It's built in a way that keeps you in the dark. Trapped. Cause if your light shines through, you might figure out who and what you are. A magnificent being. Don't be scared of that. Do not be scared. That's why I'm here to help you remember. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on where you're at on this beautiful planet or this amazing universe. Welcome to Brown and Spiritual as Fuck, guys. You know, this is me and Dr. Isela Garcia, right, where we come together and we bring spirituality into how it's how shaped us to become the beings that we are here today. And today we have a really interesting concept to bring to you, right, given that it's a two, two. 22 <laughs> yeah. or 22222, 22, something of that nature, right? So if y'all don't know things about numerology or astrology or anything, today is a very significant day, right? So if you're feeling some type of way or if your week's been leading you up to feeling some type of way, right? That could be extra anger, right? Extra sadness, extra tiredness, extra excitement, who knows? And you don't know why. Today and the way the world, the way the energy, the way the universe is shifting could be because of this specific day. Did I touch that kind of right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So numbers are important. And you know, I get folks all the time saying to me, I see one one one. I wake up in the middle of the night and it's three thirty-three, or I see two 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 everywhere I go. Numbers I in in my experience, numbers are the way the universe speaks to us. The reminders of us uh, beyond this physical experience that we are having. And so 2, 2, 2, 22 is a big deal because there's so many things that are shifting at this universal collective consciousness level that um, some of us can feel. And others, like you said, Mark, you feel some type of way. And you can't make sense of the some type of way that you're feeling. And it could be that you are experiencing one of this these transitions that just occur at that deepest level of who we are. So what are we going to talk about today? Besides oh, wow. that. You know, besides that, because this could go so many, so many directions, right? And we were, we were, we were, we were Speaking about this concept, right? And I think you brought this up a few times. It's about the the onion, the unlayering, right? You peel right. one piece off and then there's another. Then you peel a little piece off and there's another. So like, for instance, for me, I've been in this game for quite a bit, right? Uh, for a few years, I've been really diving deep, right? And just when I think I get to one area where I'm feeling nice and comfortable, right? The universe throws a fucking curveball and it's like, oh, swing and a miss. And it's like, oh, shit. Why do I feel this way, right? Like, what else is there? What else is under there? And what am I holding on to, right? So think about this, people. If you're sitting here, you're listening, you're joining live, um, think about this. Where is it? What is it that you're holding on to? Or what is it that you're holding on to that doesn't serve you anymore, right? Let's just say you want to go on a backpack. You want to go on an adventure, right? You want to go hiking, right? And when you guys get it ready, your mom, your dad, or whoever packs the mother loving car, you guys bring all these goodies, you guys bring the tents, you bring the sleeping bags, and you bring your food and whatnot, you bring yourself and all your clothes, right? But then you get to the campsite and then you're ready to go on a hike, right? Do you bring all that shit you packed for this whole adventure with you up the mountain also? Or do you leave some of that shit behind and unpack so you could move up a little lighter? Because could you imagine trying to bring all that shit for the whole adventure onto just this one little aspect of the adventure? Right? So what is it that you're holding on to that you brought from way back in 2005, right? You know, where, what, what are you carrying on to? What's in your sack that's holding you might be weighing you down? What are you ready to release in order to move forward? Right. How does that sound? Yeah. So I want to kind of jump on that analogy because you talk about packing everything that you need. And, and you know what? I think that part of this process is recognizing that all that shit you packed served its purpose, serves a purpose, right? Until it no longer does. So, you know, you need the tent and you need the sleeping bag and you need all that now to take this journey. Maybe you don't need that anymore, right? But it serves its purpose. And sometimes we sit with guilt. Sometimes we sit with shame that stems from those early experiences. And if we could just change and reframe that and move away from the idea 
of or, or recognizing number one the guilt and shame we may have and let me just define guilt and shame a little bit and this is comes from Brene Brown's work but um, guilt is I did something wrong or I did something bad something that I'm not happy with shame is I am something wrong I am something bad and so some of us carry those experiences of shame and guilt into our present day. And there are things that happened a long time ago. So recognizing that and, and allowing ourselves to see it as um, the opportunity that taught us something or is teaching us something. And then when it no longer serves, we need to be willing to release it. Or to think about, why are you still holding on? What is the need to hold on to what no longer serves you? What are your thoughts? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> <laughs> what that the hell? That was Siri. That was Siri. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's awesome when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing because I know there's somebody here right now listening to this shit saying, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? That was Siri? <laughs> Siri had a guy voice? <laughs> yeah. I have my Siri is from Australia. <laughs> He's a man. <laughs> He's a, he identifies as an Australian. He identifies as a, as a male Australian. <laughs> oh, man. So. Wow, I don't know. I think that that kind of fucked my brain up again. Can you just just summarize that one real quick again, real quick, so then I could I could touch well, on. Let me let me go back to the onion because I think with the onion, uh, it's easier to understand this. So the you know we all we all have experience with an onion, right? So the onion is has that layer that's like that um, thin layer on the outside, and I really in in the way that I make sense of my own uh, spiritual understanding and awareness, that's kind of like what the world has told us, whether that's family, that's friends, that's people that you surround yourself with, that's who the world has Oh, that's kind of that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's, <laughs> the energy is really like trying to say, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So the outside of the onion is kind of how we show up in the world. It's the messages that we got in terms of who we should be, right? And the courage is to peel that back. <laughs> the energy is really like trying to You gotta pause, um, mute yours. Mute your, on your side, Mark. Mute your, um, are you muted? Yeah, there we go. Is this okay. is it better now? Yeah. And so what happens is the courage is to let go of that and, and really understand what parts of this is me and what parts are the, the messages that I have received from family or friends or the experiences that I've had and I believe I have to live up to or I have to show up in this way. Um, that's Mark, you've shared so many times about being not being vulnerable. So you got those messages about showing up, you know, strong and, and not showing emotion. And that's the outer layer. And so we peel that back because we're like, well, shit, that doesn't feel good. And that doesn't feel right. But then underneath that layer, there comes stuff like not feeling worthy, not feeling love, shame about something we did or something about who we are and guilt about something we did. Like I did something really horrible. We've both shared experiences of our lives where we've, we've done some really fucked up things. And sometimes we hold on to that. But the whole experience of this physical, this, this, well, the physical experience that we're having here is to continue to unlayer this onion. And at the core of this onion is the truth of who we are which is an aspect of God uniquely having experiences and offering um, your gifts to the world, to others. But we can't get there until we're willing to unlayer, release. That's the shadow work. It's to really investigate and have gratitude for the experiences that we've had 
as we peel through the onion and get to that core. Okay. You know, as I sit there and I, and I hear you unpack that and I start to think about it, and you know, I mean, here, here comes that, like, I, I kind of want to just like back up a little bit. Right. Cause it's, it's uncomfortable. These are uncomfortable um, conversations that I have, because even though I've had them, right. Even though I've opened up, Right. And, and I've learned to be a little bit more vulnerable. I've learned to let people inside the yard instead of keeping them like out by the lake. Right. I let them at least in the yard and I start sh- showing up and start sharing the way I feel about things. It's still uncomfortable. Right. Because even though I'm willing to share, even though I'm open to sharing this much. Right. There's like this much more much. Right. So I think about opening up. Right. So now imagine I opened up to somebody and I'm all excited and I'm like, here, I'm opening up to you. I'm opening up to people and then they receive it in a totally strange way. Right. Wait, let's stop there. What when you open up, what do you mean? Where do you feel that? Well, well, two questions. You said it's uncomfortable. Where is it uncomfortable to you in your physical form? And um, and then what does it mean to open up in your mind? Okay. So opening up is a lot of different things, right? There's a few different ways. So, um, I think the, a lot of the, um, examples that I've used, right, have been in the form of intimacy. Okay. So now let's go into friendships. Let's talk about opening up in friendships and not hurting somebody's feelings or not saying what I would want to say out of, uh, um, of not wanting to make them feel some type of way. Right. So let's just say, for instance, a friend sends me a message. Right. Sends me a message saying, uh, I heard this about you. Right. I heard something about you. Um, how, how can I, how can I phrase this? Somebody said, Oh, I heard. Okay. Check this. Out. I'm going to use a real life scenario. Right. A friend <laughs> messages me. This right. is the way it works. Right. You got to use this is this can be uncomfortable. <laughs> a, friend, <laughs> a friend messages me saying, I heard right through the grapevine somewhere. I don't know who you talked to, who it was. But they said they gave you gave off um, rude vibes, right? You you rub somebody the wrong way in an instance, right? And then me inside, I'm getting boiled up. So I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, what do they fucking know, <laughs> right? Like, what? And then I'm, I'm, I'm going through my memory bank thinking, like, who did I talk to? Who I was? Where was I at? How, how could I have done this? Because I know how I show up, right? But that ego part of me mm-hmm. is like, wants to say, well, that's not me. That's that motherfucker. That motherfucker has a problem with themselves within them. And if I rub them wrong, well, that's not me. That's them. Right. So I'm having this inner dialogue with myself. Right. And this is the dear friend that I really love. Right. And we're getting to know each other. And um, so I'm just thinking to myself, like, OK, do I say that this bugs me or do I just blow it off and wipe it under the table? Right. You know, those things we just want to just, OK, no, it's cool. Like, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bug me. But it struck a chord in me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not that this person, um, I was upset with this person. It was what the other person thought. And I'm supposed to be a person that don't give a fuck what people think. Mm-hmm. Right. But for some reason, it's like, it's, 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 it's eating me up inside. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, we're in this community. And what did I do? You know what I mean? It really has me questioning myself. And for a second, right. Even though I peeled layers and layers off. Right. And I, and I know who the fuck I am. I know who, how I show up. Right. Like this, I'm here. Right. But something was still bugging me. And I thought to myself, OK, you know what I mean? So I let a few a, a few minutes, a few hours or so go by. And then I just said, you know what? I have to I have to say this. I have to say this is how it made me feel. But I know who I am. Right. Because I think that was that that was the gift in it. Right. Is to be able to tell your friend how you feel about something. And even though it struck me and it pissed me off for this amount of time. Right. I recognized it. And I didn't sweep it under the table. We were able to have the conversation, right? Human to human, soul to soul, being to being, and say, yeah, that really triggered me, right? Um, but I'm good now. I just thought I would let you know, right? And then it was like, wow, magic happened, right? But it was still uncomfortable because I almost just let it, like, it's like, you know what I mean? When, when, when you, you get in a fight with a, with a friend, right? And then you guys just don't talk about it ever again. You just become friends, like nothing ever happened. But, you know, there's an underlying current. Mm-hmm. that was an opportunity to keep that cycle going. But I thought to myself, I got to let this shit out. Cause if not, it's going to fucking bug me later on down the road and come up at an inappropriate time. Right. Cause that's that shadow. The shadow wants to be seen. So it starts acting up and it's like, let me out, let me out. And if I don't let that motherfucker out, it waits until it's like volcano status. Yeah. Right. So I think that's, that, that's a perfect example of what am I willing to let go of now? 
Well, if I'm going to be vulnerable, if I'm going to show up, especially in friendships, right, we might have to have these uncomfortable conversations, if that makes sense, right? And it was uncomfortable for me to bring that up, but I'm glad I did because now we're stronger than ever, I feel, right? And I'm like, okay, I could do that. <laughs> let's go. Let's, 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 un- let, let's pull this wall down one brick out of a time if we have to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the willingness. It's the willingness to step into the space of discomfort. And and I think before you did that too, there are a couple things in your story I think are really important to mention because I see this all the time. They're old patterns of behavior. And when we didn't have the opportunity to talk through um, any discomfort or questions or ideas or perspectives. I mean, a lot of, I didn't see that growing up. I didn't see people talk, you know, I have a disagree or I disagree with you. Can we have that conversation? There wasn't any of that shit going on, right? (laughs) It was like, blame, you did this, you made me feel you, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like projecting out all of the frustration and the pain. And I have to tell you, because we didn't do that or see that growing up, um, those, that undercurrent that you talked about, the shadow that becomes a shadow, that undercurrent is what creates problems in relationships. It, that undercurrent. So had you not said anything and be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, even if that person were to say, you good, man? You're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm good. But again, that, that becomes what we call resentment. And it doesn't show up necessarily. It kind of creeps through, right? And so that's where sometimes we're, we're compelled to be passive aggressive then to make these um, shitty ass comments on the side when someone says something because we were holding on to that undercurrent. And so that courage, the willingness to say, and this is what a lot of folks, because we didn't see it, we don't know the language to say, hey, can we have a conversation about such and such? Or I was really thinking about what what happened yesterday. And, you know, I'm really looking at it from my perspective. Can can I know more about, I'd like to know more about what you're thinking and feeling. Like that takes practice. And at the same time, you got to get past that fear, right? Because something else you said I think was really important is I don't give a fuck about what people think about me, right? And so the problem with, well, it's not a problem. It's that we come to a place where we really want to be detached where we can let people have their experience of us and it not impact us, right? You get to have your experience of me. You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with me. Having said that, when we're in relationships with people, that can be really, really hard. And so you recognize that. You were like, you know, oh my goodness, like there's something going on here that is bothering me. And for someone who didn't, I, I think just from what I know about you so far, it's like opening up those avenues for conversations are uncomfortable. Um, and so when you did that, when you had the conversation, how was the receiving, um, how did that person receive that? Was it positive? Was it negative? What did it made a difference to you? I think in the beginning, like, right, well, the, the, here's another thing is text messaging and actually having a conversation like this are two different ballparks, right? Thank God for emojis. And maybe thank God sometimes when I forget to use the wrong one, right? <laughs> because that's a lesson too, right? Because you can't really use tonality, right? So I think on on one end, when I'm saying this back about, like, you know what I mean? This is that person's fault. I'm who I am. I know how I show up. They might take it as an attack. Yeah, right? totally. I had taken it as an attack and it was not, it yeah. was what I was thinking about that person over there, not you, not the one receiving. I wasn't shooting the messenger, mm-hmm. right? It was the message that the other person was sending off over, right? That I was, and, and, I, and I realized that I was like, oh, you know, it's like, I didn't think about it in the moment because I know who I am. I know how I show up. But once again, I'm responsible for how I relay information over the way somebody receives it. Is another thing, right? Because I'm the same way. Just like I received, like she, 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 she relayed the message over, right? This person relayed the message over, and I took it like in a like it. These are kind of like firing, firing, like what? Like how dare you, right? Because of whatever reason and how I knew, right? 
that it was bugging me is because I made a smart comment, mm. right? It wasn't a smart comment, but I, I the way I said it, I, I see myself like, why did I say it like that? It was along the lines like, I can't wait till you get here so I could take you to this place. And I was like, well, I might not make it there if I don't fix my shitty attitude, <laughs> right? I said now, that, that was a little passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I was just playing around because people who know me, I'm, I'm I'm very jokingly saying that. However, to come through in a text message or something like that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Was that because I was being witty? Or did I have a charge to that? Right. That undercurrent, right? Yeah, that undercurrent, right? Yeah. It was that undercurrent. So it's like, okay, well, what do I do in a situation? Do I address the situation and say, hey, right? And bring this up, say, hey, this is how this made me feel, right? So that was the, that was, for me, that was the change. That was me letting go of an old pattern, right? This was me peeling another onion layer off, Right. And saying, hey, check this out. This made me feel this way. And this is how I feel now. And this is what it was. And this is what I'm willing to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for sharing stuff with me because I don't want this person to not share shit with me. Right. That's mm -hmm. not why I, you know what I mean? However, I, I, I'm learning to, to come across in a more, um, what we say, passionate, um, compassionate way. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's a way to come at something. Right. There's a way like, you know, like, can we sit down and have a conversation? I really want to talk to you about that. This made me feel a little world versus, you know what? We need to talk about that shit because you fuck. You know what I mean? There's yeah. those two different ways. Right. And this is like this. This shit goes on in my brain. Right. It's like I have a fight with myself sometimes. The other one's like, no, man, you got to be fucking marked from the streets and you don't let people say the other one's like, you've come a long way. Mm -hmm. Relax. You know what that's going to do? It's probably just going to stir up more stuff. And then you're going to have somebody retreat. You don't want to retreat. We want to grow valuable, authentic, loving relationships, right? Built on honesty and trust and being able to have these. So it's that opening up and really relaying over my emotional state at the moment is what's really helping me along in life now, right? Because holding it in and not saying nothing and just sweeping it under the table. It might not, she might have, that person might have never known but it would have been ate me up every now and then. Right. And I think that's the things that people carry along in their life is that they're not willing to release shit. That's eating them up inside. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think um, sometimes what happens is we fill in the blanks with our own experiences of life. So yes, but I think particularly via text or emails, um, <laughs> And I'll, I'll give you a quick example. My husband used to do my bookkeeping for my business. And I had a couple uh, people who got paid with an actual physical check. And other people, we would just do direct deposits. And so my husband is very laid back. He's one of those very kind of probably on one hand, I can count the times he's gotten pissed off or he's like been aggressive, not even aggressive, just like irritated. And, um, and we've been together 30 years. So, I mean, he's, he's pretty um, easygoing. So I get home and he's livid. And he has his phone and he's like pity. And he was like, look what she wrote. Look what she wrote. <laughs> and I looked at it and I said, it says, Kevin, where's my check? She's asked, where's her check? She wants to know where her check is. That's not what she needs. I'm like, what do you mean that's not what she means? She's saying, where's my check? No, she means where's my fucking check? And why don't I have it to it? And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> 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 that's not what it says it says where's my check so the story that we create in our minds has to do with me maybe my fear my uncertainty my doubt what i should be doing what i could it's like all of that is what how then becomes the lens of how we're experiencing it that happens in every relationship you know somebody doesn't throw the trash or someone makes this comment or whatever we're now filtering through all of those past experiences all of the things that this person has said and done in the past and women women we are so good at keeping track back in 2018 you said dot 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 <laughs> back in 2008 you did the same thing right we're so good at that and so we're constantly pulling old shit into the present experience and that's not what was said 
And this is one of those things that when we talk about what no longer serves us, it's starting to recognize we're pulling in the old story or that undercurrent when we're starting to bring in other things so that we can fight a battle so that we can, you know, be right so that we can make our statement and that we're not the ones to blame. It's like we have to recognize when we start to do that and go, Oh, there's an old pattern of behavior. I'm starting to move into that. Why am I starting to move into that? And so we fill in the blanks. We fill in the blanks with our old stories. And you, you brought us something really interesting is about the pattern recognition, right? Right. That pattern recognition that we would use in order to attack somebody. Right. So what about, so if you're able to use that pattern recognition, ladies, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) To really realize what somebody has done to you in the past. Right. What about recognizing the patterns within yourself to see what alley is taking you down, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you know that this pattern has led you down a dead end multiple times, right? Can we use that same pattern recognition to help get us onto a different road, a different path, a different way of being, right? A new mindset and whatnot. Do you see the chat? Is there people in the chat? Yeah, I see the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have five, six people watching. So let me, I, I want to jump on that because um, I'm a student of A Course of Love and A Course of Miracles. And one of the very first things I ever learned in that was when you start to recognize that, when you start to move in that direction, that's that self-awareness piece. And sometimes we don't want to let go of that shit. We want to hold on to it because damn it, I'm right. I'm right and they're wrong, right? Old pattern. So, oh, I'm starting to move into that. I can feel it in my body. I can feel the emotion starting to creep up. And let me tell you one more thing. It's not about what's happening in front of you. It's a reminder of some old shit that happened to you when you were five, when you were 10, when you were 22. And now it's another reminder in front of you because you haven't healed that part within you. So it's having what I call a hiccup or that pause and going, okay, And this is now when you start to practice the process in connecting with your highest, truest self is you say, help me see this a different way. Help me see this a different way can be the pause to help you realize that you're moving into an old pattern of behavior as and honestly, as a survival strategy. As a sort because I'm starting to feel afraid, I'm feeling threatened, I'm feeling alone, I'm feeling all of those things again because it's a reminder of all the stuff that you're, you've brought along with you. So, when we go back to the onion, we have to be willing to release those patterns of behavior, and it doesn't happen like that, it's practice, practice. And what's beautiful about this universe is that it keeps offering you opportunities to do that. Opportunities, right? These are not, why does the universe keep punching me in the face and kicking me on down? These are opportunities to learn, right? Universal fucking Kung Fu and block that shit out the way and rise, right? It's like one of those things that's constant. Like it's constant. The, 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 the universe sends you opportunities for growth. For evolution on a regular, every single day, minute to minute, second by second, breath by breath moment, right? And what I'm noticing too, right? Because this is just here in America, okay? These are American and Mexican-American, right, um, traditions that we grow up in. What I'm starting to understand and learn now because the community is global is when we say shit or we do shit, right, or we're having conversations, the, 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 the tonalities and, and, and the way we relay information over is different. So it's learning a whole other language, right? Because what's okay and what we say here in one realm is totally different for them over here, right? And it's breaking through those barriers and really saying, okay, hold on. How can I look at this in a different light, mm-hmm. right? Because if I was who I was like five, 10 years ago, having conversations with some of these people, I'd be po- probably pissed off a lot. Because they'd be triggering me left and right. Like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? It's like, wait a minute. No, they're just, we grew up differently. We have different ways of expressing, 
right? Or not expressing, or we got different things that trigger us a certain way and we push certain buttons. And it's, and it's being able to grow within these communities. And what I've learned, once again, is by opening up, by sharing vulnerabilities, right? I shared a lot about romantic relationships. Now I'm starting to understand what it's like to open up in partnerships, right? For business-wise, for friendships, because I, I I say I have a lot of people that would love to be my friend. I've been friends with people, but I think about the things that we talk about, they're just very surface level. When you start to talk about that deep shit, wow. Yeah. I, you know, you're an extrovert by nature. Um, just because, I mean, you just are, you're just an extrovert, you're an extrovert. So you can easily, um, you know, get along with people. It's in part what you do as a, as someone who offers a service to others. I'm actually an introvert. And so I prefer time the way that not just do I prefer time alone, but the way that I get filled up is really in seclusion and being quiet and being alone. And I don't enjoy social experiences. Like I don't, I have my one-on-ones or my really small groups of people that I connect with, but on a regular, like I don't enjoy big social experiences. And I think that um, when we think about relationships that we have with others, because there is a value to this and it gives us the opportunity to really practice those um, con- uh, how we connect, how we have perspective taking. So to recognize that your perspective may be very different than my own and that there doesn't need to be one right answer or one right person. See, a lot of us didn't grow up with that. You know, it was like mom's right, dad's right, you're wrong and a story, right? <laughs> no one's, no one's going to fight their case because you know your ass is going to get beat if you try to fight your case like that no one's asking for your opinion and so this idea that many people can hold a different opinion is is part of that releasing old patterns right and that i don't feel threatened by your difference of opinion those aha moments those understandings come in relationships with others with union because at the truth of who we are we are love Period. We are love. All the other bullshit, fear, uncertainty, doubt, all of those things are ego-driven experiences. And in truth, we are love. And in truth, we are one. So we get to practice these experiences when we come together. And it helps us, I think, peel back more and more layers So we can hold each other in a space, recognizing the truth of who you are and the truth of who I am, and that we don't have to believe the same things. Exactly. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wow you right now real quick. All right. Because we're starting to get to know each other. A lot of people don't know me and Stella are learning about each other through this podcast, right? (laughs) It's it's the most interesting relationship I've ever had in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) But check this out. So what I do is so amazing, right? That you believe I'm a natural extrovert, right? Well, that you have extrovert abilities. There you go. Abilities, right? So growing up, right, I got this nickname. It's called Lonely Boy, right? And I I told this story in, in another, I don't know if it was a podcast or an interview I was giving, right? But I like to be alone. I like my quiet time. I like to be off to the side. When I had to get on stage, right, or at school, I call it a stage. When I had to present something, I would be terrified and scared. I would cry and try to do whatever I could to get out of it, right? My mom and dad would make us do things, right? I was created this extroverted um, personality that you see, right? It's, It's years of my mom and dad saying, hey, go shake their hands in, and shake their hands out, right? That's my dad saying, hey, go help that lady push her car out of the street, right? That's my mom putting us in sports, right? And that's me working in the hospitality industry, right? So we're, let's talk about the onion, right? Let's talk about the onion being peeled, right? So at a younger age in my 20s is where I really had to open up a lot, right? Is where that introvert, right, was turned extroverted, Right. And I learned to be like the introvert in the hospitality industry doesn't serve you well. 
So right. I had to let go part of that person, right, in order to move forward and learn how to make these tips in order to build communication yeah. and conversations, right? Yep. And for a while, right, I, I did it so well that I forgot to turn it off, right? You talked about filling your cup up, right? So I just turned from introvert to extrovert, and it's kind of like girls gone wild, right? It's like a kid that's like going off to college and their parents just like kept them under a tight leash all the time. Then you go off to college, away from parents, and you turn into this party animal. It was like that for me, extrovert. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And I went years of just being extroverted, not thinking about, not feeling into, not understanding myself enough to say, wait a minute, I need that quiet time. I need that introverted aspect of my life to fill my cup to recharge mm -hmm. right and so people always say because when i'm at work right i'm like this 24 7 you catch me on camera you catch me training you catch me in in conversations with um the clients that i work with right this is what you get you get the inspiration you get that spark right you get that whoo let's go on an adventure type person right but i've also learned that i have to take a step back sometimes right? And put my head on the pillow, take a bath, relax, right? Have these deeper conversations with friends like we're doing right here and say, hey, that's not me 24 seven. That's just one layer of the onion. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. So when did you start to recognize within you, Mark, that you needed to, because I think what's happening when we, um, when we go inside ourselves, when we tap into our inner selves, which is a a whole different podcast because all the answers that we are seeking are already within and i believe when we meditate when we have quiet contemplation you could do a walking meditation for some people it's yoga for some people it's tai chi for some people it's qigong there are lots of even when you get into the craft of what you love to do for you it could be music it, it is music for others it's art for others it's writing i when you get in that place of the zone i really I, I don't want to say I believe, I know. I know that is us connecting with the truth of who we are. It's connecting with universal design, it's connecting with our highest, truest selves. And when we are go, 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 then we don't take the time. And I really believe we're turning away because of the level of discomfort that sometimes comes up when we get into that quiet space. That when we get into that, that zone or that quiet space, we are not only recharging our physical selves, but we're also tapping into our truth. We're tapping in, we're aligning with um, that collective consciousness. So at what point did you reckon, like, was there something that happened or did you realize, like, did you get exhausted? Like, what made you realize that you needed to take that time? Um, I think it was... Probably, well, I didn't realize it. Like I started noticing in my mid-20s, but I don't think I realized it until my mid-30s, right? Um, but I was being anxious a lot, right? I'd have anxiety like to the point where I didn't want to go out and hang out. I didn't want to go to the movies. I didn't want to do nothing. I just wanted to sleep, right? And I started recognizing the patterns, right? I was able to reverse engineer, but like, wait a minute, when do I start to calm down? Well, it would when I'd be having an anxiety attack, Right. And I'd go into the bathroom and just sit on the toilet, like not, not sit on the toilet, just sitting on the toilet and just sit there and quiet and just breathe. Right. And I realized because I didn't want to take pills. Right. That was another thing that the doctor tried to prescribe here. Take these and you'll be fine. It's like, I don't want to take that shit. I knew even in my twenties, I didn't want to do that, but I, I, I didn't put two and two together right away. I let this go on for a long time. Right. Until I realized, wait a minute, I'm stretching myself out way too much. I'm doing way too much. Like, I don't want to miss out on shit. Right. I wanted to be out there. I want to be with the cool kids. I want to have fun. I was the life of the party. So everybody expected me to be high energetic all the time, 24 eight life of the party. Right. Because that's, that's just, that's kind of how I really am. But I wasn't taking the time to, to relax. But in thinking about my mid thirties, when I started to realize, wait a minute. Every time I decided to go sit in the bathroom and be quiet, be alone and breathe, go outside, go get so go soak in the sun. Like a lot of times I remember if I was feeling like like I'd be, it'd be 180 degrees outside. Right. And I'd be getting the, the chills. I'd be cold. I'm like, why am I cold? It was just anxious shit. Energy wanted to leave the body. Right. Or whatever it was. And I'd go sit in the sun and just be like, ah, nice and quiet. Right. So that's when I started realizing that I needed to recharge. 
right? Because I've been in the hospitality industry for a long time. And after a long day of work, we would go out and party all night, mm. right? And then I get up early in the morning, I go to work again, and then party again all night. So it was this vicious cycle, just being on 24-7, right? Well, if you ever redlined the car for fucking more than five, 10 minutes at a time, you're going to blow the motor, right? And that's what was happening to me. So that's when I realized that um, I needed to get back to that lonely boy part where I wanted to, I, I had enough time to sit back and recharge and didn't have to be entertaining mother lovers all the time. Right. Yeah. And that's when I started to realize and actually, and I, not only did I know it, I took inspired action towards creating something different. Right. Cause there's, there's a difference. We, there's, there's knowing we talked about this before and then knowing right. what to do with that shit. And so I figured it out. So what do I have to lose? I got, I had to make a change. Right. So that's how that happened. Yeah, I think the unlayering of the onion, recognizing that there are no parts of us that are bad and there are no parts of us that um, aren't worthy of love. And if we can, if we can shift instead of having a shame and doubt, uncertainty, fear, because I'm going to say this, um, if you walk away with anything, it's ego is edging God out. And edging God out. Now you are an aspect of God and you are uniquely showing up in this physical form. And when you edge God out, when you deny that the truth of who you are, you are actually edging God out. And so these opportunities that we can find and, and it's not just in meditation because a lot of people are like, I can't meditate. Let me tell you what happened to me when I first started meditating because um, trauma is stored in the body. And so what happened was I would start to get quiet and I would start to shake. And I started to feel fear, like show up. And I, because I worked on all this self-awareness, what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? And I would start to get quiet. My body would start to shake. And then I just start crying. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just get quiet in that space without having this overwhelming sense of fear? What is that fear? Like, where the hell is that coming from? And I realized that it wasn't what was happening in the moment. It was my old shit that was showing up for me. And so what I imagined in my mind was this like treasure chest of all the bullshit that was getting in the way of me living a peaceful experience of life. And I would open that when I would go into meditation, I call it quiet contemplation. I would open it up and take one part out. So whether it was feeling worthless because of messages that were given to me, whether it was feeling like um, fear of when I got kicked out, like, what am I going to do? Like, where am I going to go? Like, how am I going to survive? Like all of those little things that have affected me, I would sit with that. And I would shift, I would hold it like in my heart, I would hold it and I would say to it, number one, thank you for showing up for me. And number two, what is the lesson for me to learn from this? And as when I was able to tell the story without an emotional reaction, that was another layer to the onion. And I did that with every single thing that showed up for me. And once I was able to really get comfortable, I didn't have the expectation of meditation. I had the expectation to just sit with the fear, the pain, the uncertainty, the doubt. And when I sat with it and released it, and, and it all starts in your imagination. I know this sounds goofy, but it does. It starts in your imagination because that's how we tap into it. And then so when I was able to retell the story, as a story without being emotionally charged by that. That's when the wisdom started to kick in for me. And then meditation became easier, but it started with mindfulness, being present, being present, being present. What you said, the sun on my body, right? The sun is on my body. I feel the sun on my body. That's starting to show up in a way where you're living in the present experience of life. Why are you just making shit up? <laughs> I'm in alignment, damn it! <laughs> well, because people say that to me all the time because I, 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 I created, I create videos, right? And I do just make this shit up as I go, and it really trips me out to replay and watch it. Like, wow, that was fucking. Wow. It's because you're, we're we're connected, right? This stuff is coming in. People are like Mark, you don't prepare. It's like, no, what I got to prepare for? I might write down a couple of notes, but I just get to it because. 
if I prepare, it might take away from the flow of what we're going through, right? So when you said, when you say things is when I get the fuel to come in, say, okay, how am I going to follow that up? Right. So you, you, we, we, you, you made me think about some things, right? As I had, like, I wasn't, I, I was avoiding my feelings a lot, right? Because when I start to think about this, when I started reverse engineering my life and you're talking, I'm having these, these inner dialogues and I'm looking at all the scenarios. I filled my life up with a bunch of shit, right? Onto the next thing, onto the next thing, onto the next thing, because I had no time to sit down, right? I created no time to sit right. down and deal with my shit. Yeah, we avoided right? it. So yeah. it was, I was avoiding that. And I think about it, I was like, wow, look how creative we could be. Right. When motherfuckers say, I don't have enough time for this. Well, you know why you don't got enough time for this? Because you're creating not to have enough time for that. Right. The universe is constantly conspiring with you to create what it is you want. Right. And I did that a lot of my life. And so I started to notice my life started to clear up when I created that space to be silent, Mm -hmm. work through the uncomfortable stuff, you know, And and I, and I still had, like I said, I had that conversation with a friend the other day that was kind of uncomfortable for me, but I knew if I had to say something to be an underlying current, it would be in the back of my mind all the time. And it's, then it had nothing to do with that person. It would be me. Like I would have, I would have looked down upon myself. Right. And that would have been another thing I had to forgive myself for not speaking up because um, that that's a part of being powerful. Right. That's a part of doing this work. And so you can show up authentically as yourself all the time, no matter what, unapologetically, uniquely me. Yeah. Right. And like you said, people get to have the experience they want of us. And whether I rub you the wrong way or the right way, who's a no? Some people like it rough. Right. Some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so but as you were talking and saying, I just thought to myself, like, wow, people think about this right now. Right. You're tuning in from wherever it is you are. Right. What is it? Right. Is your day full of a whole bunch of shit? Right. And you think you don't have enough time? Ask yourself, why? Let me ask you this. Let me jump in, Mark. This here, this is their biggest distraction these days. Keep going. Like this is we're social media on here. It's accessible at any time. And I people say, I don't have time. Bullshit. How much time are you spending on your phone? Yeah. Watching this podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Yes. Well, here's the thing, right? Is is we have the it's in the power of your motherfucking hand for real, right? You have the power in your hands, literally, right? So now when you're saying this, right, you get to choose what you ingest, right? You get to choose what you put. It's not McDonald's fault that you're overweight. (laughs) (laughs) People are, people are offended by the F word sometimes. (laughs) The other F word, right? It's not McDonald's fault that you are right. You have to stop. You have to pull up. You have to wait in that long ass line. And then you have to buy that dollar hamburger that you got. Right. Like so you did that. McDonald's didn't say, give me your money, bitch. Like it didn't do that. Right. <laughs> Netflix doesn't do that to you. You have to literally click that shit on. Right. Right. And so but where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Distraction. Distraction. See, look how yeah. quick like, my brain takes me in a whole bunch of others. Like, Mark, you're live on TV. You got to be careful. <laughs> It's like, well, who's out there? You're going to get censored right now. And it's just going to go black screen. You're like, yep, there it goes. Mark getting kicked off of YouTube. He used to be clubs. Now he's getting kicked out of YouTube, right? <laughs> but that's, we could be easily distracted by a lot of things, right? And a lot of times distraction comes because you don't have a plan. You don't have a vision. You don't know where you want to go. You don't know who you are. It's because maybe you don't sit the fuck down, right? And just think, right? Or don't think at all. Be. Just relax and just be. be. Be yourself. Be yourself. That's why I can be able to come on here and just be kind of like goofy, right? I hid that part of me for so long because I was scared that my homies would be like, Mark, you ain't gangster with it. You're goofy as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? How can we expect you to back us up when it's time when you're over there making jokes all the time? It's like, well, these hands get thrown just like my funny ass jokes over there, okay? (laughs) I can do this damn thing, right? But it was one of those things that I had to cover up, right? I wasn't ready to peel that onion layer. Like a lot of people don't know that that part of me, right? Mm -hmm. They they didn't know that shit. But um, once I realized that I stopped distracting myself by the outside world, drinking, hanging out with friends that didn't add value to my life, working so damn mother loving much. I know you guys say, well, I needed to pay the bills. No, you go to work to not deal with your wife, to deal with your kids, 
to deal with whatever it is at home. We use that as an excuse, like I got to pay the bills, right? Well, in reality, what you're doing is you're you're making all the extra money. Then you're coming sitting in the bar where I see you eight days a week, right? And there's only seven days in the damn week, right? You're at the bar at my job more than I'm at my job. And <laughs> you're wasting all that money being distracted, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that you could undistract yourself if you really wanted to. But through that, you would have to get clear. You'd have to sit your ass down and get to know you. Yep. And I think it's, it's a journey and it's not always a smooth journey. The journey sometimes has lots of bumps to it. And the problem is that a lot of us are all or nothing in our, in our way that we approach things. Either I'm perfect at it or I give up or I don't want to do it. And, you know, it really comes down to the fact that, this process requires a lot of allowing, surrendering, and learning how to be present. And if, and if you were going to dedicate yourself to anything, it would really start with being present. I would, I would really recommend anyone who's listening and here watching us today is the, the experience of noticing what is surrounding you. If you walk outside, Notice the sky, notice the trees, notice your children playing, notice um, how you're feeling in the experience of being outside under the sun with the tree and the wind, a little bit of breeze that we've had the last couple of days here. It's like that, that being present is the only thing that is real, is that present moment. The shit in the past, you cannot change. It's done. And that is guilt and shame coming, coming at you. And if you're projecting into the future, you are just pulling in the very thing that you do not want to happen. And that's fear. So the present moment is the only thing that's real. It's the only thing that's true. And it's the only thing that you have control over is what you experience in the moment. <laughs> this is so funny. This makes me What? <laughs> this hairiness like you know what i mean i could hear this shit over and over and over because the message is always the same people yeah the message is always the same and it still blows my mind what i'm able to take away every time right and just being present being in the moment right because we hear that a lot right and it's like well what does that actually mean it meant exactly what she said, except for filling the feelings. That might be a little too much to ask for me, people. I'm just throwing it <laughs> out there because I know you were trying to tell me this in the beginning of my I'm like, I ain't feeling shit. Like, why do you think I drink so much? Why do you think I like snorting cocaine, right? Because I don't feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Baby <Well>. steps. <laughs> Baby steps, right? No, nah, but you, you, you know, it's just, and it could be this fun, people. It, 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 like this work, this spirituality shit is really not, it's not like serious by the book. And you got to follow everything in order because right. that's, that goes against everything we're talking about here, right? Yeah. There's no, there's no one way, right? There's no, there's no straight lines in this shit, right? There's no straight lines in nature. Everything's yeah. got a curvature to it, right? You know what I'm saying? You don't see a river and it flows just one way. It's like all over the place and shit. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for rocking with us. I know we're coming to an end. Should we take a question? We yeah. Well, I just want to come there. We have a couple comments here okay. and Ashley said, um, so she, when we were talking about the discomfort of feeling something, she, uh, the comment was, it's like stepping outside the comfort zone. And then later you needed to remember um, the comforting zones. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective. You know, we, we have this understanding of our comfort zone, but really that I, I always feel now that that's just our ego trying to keep us in a fear place, in a place of fear and uncertainty. And when we understand the truth of who we are as divine beings, we recognize that only love is real. And then the idea of being fearful of stepping into something or acting courageously becomes easier. Because in truth, the only thing that is real is love. And you are love. 
you are love, you are love, you are loving. You know, that that would make sense to me too. As I as I read that, I get a perspective of um and thank you for that perspective, Ashley. That was a really great. I, I like I like people to that that engage, right? Um, for me, like something that's so uncomfortable, right? Like this used to be uncomfortable, people, right? To me to get on here and like show myself and speak. I used to hate my voice too, right? Now I rap. Now, now I'm on YouTube being a fool, right? What used to be uncomfortable became comfortable, mm-hmm. right? It's like I remembered who I was as an entertainer and who knows when and where, right? And I had to peel off those layers of somebody probably telling me, stop doing that, stop being silly, blah, 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 blah. And I had to peel those layers off to unleash this person you see right here. Can you imagine if I didn't unleash this person right here? You wouldn't have the opportunity to listen to Brown and Spiritual as fuck. Right? Stella wouldn't have the opportunity to laugh right now. Right? And we wouldn't have been able to tell you what we've been able to tell you. Right? And you could sit here and you could go and get this information anywhere else. Right. But she used a word that says unique. Uniquely through the storytelling of our experiences, which is going to allow you to go into the world and tell your unique story if you're willing to sit down and unwrap the onion, unpeel the onion, and let your soul step out. Yeah. Right? So every time you listen to one of these, you're unwrapping your soul a little onion layer at a time. I just thought yeah. I'd throw it out there. Yeah, and as we close today, I really want to ask everyone, because the whole intent of today is being a very powerful day, to release what no longer serves you. So we talk about the unlayering of the onion. What is your next layer? What is the thing that you are ready, that you recognize as a pattern of behavior that you are needing and ready for releasing? Because let me tell you, once you do that, there will probably be another layer, but it becomes easier and easier. And when you start to really recognize how you're experiencing this physical form that you're in and understanding your emotional state, you can live in a peaceful state of being. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I was thinking, I just thinking there's probably somebody out there that says, what happens when I peel all the layers of the onion? Well, then you probably turn into a pomegranate, right? <laughs> well, you got to start getting those balls out. <laughs> okay, It's a whole other ball game. I don't know what it's like because I'm not there yet, but my imagination says pomegranate. <laughs> so, pomegranate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so do I think we're coming up on the end. If we have anybody who has any questions or want to make a comment, um, We'll be, you know, we're willing to answer. Yeah, I think, I wonder if if, if we're lagging a little bit. Yeah, there's always a lag. Okay. Yeah, there's always a lag. Yeah. So we have to wait for your questions to come through. Yeah, and so this podcast will actually go out uh, probably at the end of this week, um, definitely by next week. And what we'll do is we'll just take the dialogue piece and we'll put it out as I think it's our 10th or 11th episode. And so our hope is that we will start to record our podcast live so that you can watch the video part of it, which I think is, I mean, there's, there, have you like, when you listen to podcasts, you're like, whoa, that was kind of cool. But it is a different experience watching us engage with one another, I think. Oh, for me, I love watching them. And I know we recorded this, but I like to watch our interactions, right? Because I use it also for training and teaching for me so I could um, up my, uh, my, my, my web presence, if that makes sense, right? Because yeah. I'm always learning techniques and I'm always growing, trying to say, hey, what's going to, how can my storytelling abilities be enhanced, right? How can my voice be enhanced? In <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and let's share. We are. We both have TikToks now. Oh, we're, we're still in the process of like creating videos and shit for it. But we are um, going to be putting some content out on TikTok. So follow Mark. He is on um, Instagram. Do you want to share your handle? What's your yes. handle? Instagram. Mark underscore my underscore magnificence and also Lightbrations. L-I-G-H-T-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S. 
on Instagram. I'm going to start um, building that platform also because I, I got some surprises coming for you guys. Thank you all very, very much for hanging out with us. Um, follow us. Follow us so you know, because Mark and I are like, okay, when do you want to meet? When are you going to do this? <laughs> so we don't have a date for our next, maybe we'll get, we'll get our shit together. And we'll we need to get our shit time. together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but follow us on our pages and we'll announce when we'll be on again on YouTube. We're hoping to continue to record this way so that we can continue to connect with you all. Yes. Maybe we can start a new one called Brown and Scheduled as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to need to do something like that. <laughs> Thank you very much. You guys have a great day.